Welcome to my podcast, The Cross in the Desert, Speaking Hope and Freedom to Iran. I'm your host, Randy L. Noble, and I want to say thank you so much for taking time out of your busy life to join me today. Here on The Cross in the Desert, I spend a lot of time writing books, doing radio programs, and being a voice for my dear Iranian friends. And today I want to focus on two new friends I have in Turkey. They are Iranian refugees. They've lived in Turkey for almost eight years, struggling for survival. Leyla and Afsana are now facing deportation back to Iran. And as political activists and Christians, if they are deported back to Iran, it would be the death sentence for both of them. What I want to do is share their stories with you that I've written on my website, The Cross in the Desert. I want you to hear from their own lips and their own hearts what life is like for them and why we need to stand up and be their voice and do all that we can to keep them from being deported back to the Islamic Republic of Iran. The first voice is that of my friend Afsana. And I'm reading from my new blog, Afsana, 40 Years a Slave to Sharia. Let's listen to her brief story. A young girl or woman living in Iran in the 21st century will quickly understand what it means to be a second-class citizen. She has experienced the true meaning of disgrace and humiliation in a country where her value has been reduced to the size of a man's left testicle. My name is Afsana Rostami, and I am that woman. I am 40 years old, struggling to survive with hopes and dreams for my son's future. I am a single mother with a difficult task of raising him all alone in a male-dominated culture without any support from my family. I have been fighting my entire life against a corrupt system of anti-woman Sharia laws that devalues and disgraces a woman and treats her like a sexual slave. The longer that I live, the more that I realize that there is no hope in this darkness. My family forced me to marry at an early age, and I had a child when I was just a young teenager. Very soon afterwards, I was divorced not really understanding the true meaning of love and marriage. My family separated from me, my son, and declared that I was unfit to raise him. For eight years, I was prevented from seeing him because of my gender under existing Islamic law. I had to escape in order to find hope and freedom. I stayed awake every night crying because I was unable to hold my son in my own arms. Desperate and afraid, I escaped from my family who wanted to kill me because I didn't fit the role model of an Islamic woman. I have not lived for 40 years. I have been miserable and unhappy. I have not danced for 40 years. I am tired. I finally arrived in Turkey to seek refuge in a safe country, but my pain has doubled since my arrival. I have no income, so I had to find a job, but unfortunately, refugees are not allowed to work in Turkey. They are prohibited from obtaining a work permit. 
When the Turkish police discovered that I had a job on the, quote, black market, I was arrested and my residence card was revoked. After living in Turkey for eight long years, the government has given me a deportation notice despite being accepted by the UNHCR. If I am deported back to Iran, the government will execute me because I'm a political activist. Iran was once a civilized country, but with the Islamic invasion centuries ago and the revolution in 1979 that caused the Shah to be exiled, now my beloved Persian nation is filled with nothing but death, destruction, and poverty. When the Shah was in power, the face of Iran was changing into a Western secular nation that had gender equality and freedom. But when Khomeini seized power, Iran was transformed into a theocratic nation with the iron-fisted rule of Islamic mullahs. They have suppressed our freedom-seeking heroes, scientists, and educators, silencing their voices. The government is killing our youth out in the streets simply because they're peacefully protesting. They are imprisoning and executing our sons, our daughters, and our young women simply because they want freedom and the right to make choices. Now that you've heard my story, I only have one request of you. Please be my voice. If I am deported, I will no longer have a voice. For 40 years, I have struggled and fought in a culture that hates freedom and hates women. I haven't danced in 40 years. Please be my voice so that I can dance once again. That is the story of Afsana Rostami. I want you now to hear the voice of Layla Hassanian. Layla Hassanian, her article is entitled, Waiting to Die in Turkey. My name is Layla Hassanian. I was born into a tribal family in the southern part of Iran. I was the second child of parents who had been waiting for many years for the birth of a son. My birth disappointed them. My father was the eldest son of the tribal family. He was desperate for the birth of a male child in order to carry on the family legacy and establish his name. No one was happy with my birth. Even my own grandparents were sad. It wasn't until four years later that they were blessed with the birth of a son. That's when the celebration began and the dark clouds of sadness were lifted from their lives. During my childhood and adolescence, all of the family attention was focused on my brother and no attention was ever given to the girls. At the age of 20, I became the victim of a forced marriage. My father chose my husband and my marriage was a disaster from the very beginning. My husband was not pleased with me. Very soon afterwards, we fled to Turkey to become refugees, and that's when my life became almost unbearable. There was no love and communication in our marriage. I couldn't get a job, and I suffered day and night under the harsh control of my husband. I became very depressed, and although I sought counseling and therapy for relief, I couldn't find any help. Unable to sleep at night because of the stress, I began taking sleeping pills. The immigration office refused to give me any help for my marital problems, and no one helped me at all. 
And so, one night, I escaped to Ankara. I applied for a divorce at a court in Ankara, and after a week, the immigration office deported me back to the same city that my husband was living in. They detained me and placed me in a larger central detention center where I suffered miserably for 60 days. I could not prove to the courts that my life was in danger if sent back to Iran, and so I am currently in danger of being deported. I have no ID cards, no interviews with the UNHCR, no human rights in Turkey, and I'm forced to work 12 hours a day earning only $1 an hour. While I'm at work, I am the constant target of sexual and psychological harassment from Muslim men. However, in the midst of all of the darkness and despair, I have found hope in Jesus. I am busy studying the Christian faith with other Iranian Christians. For the first time in my life, I have a real peace in my heart. Please pray for me and be my voice. If I'm deported back to Iran, they will deal harshly with me as a Christian. I will surely be imprisoned for the rest of my life. Be my voice in Turkey. I don't want to die. Leyla Hassanian. Leyla and Afsana are both my dear friends. And I've set up a special way that you can help them from being deported back to Iran. Right on my page, along with this story, you're going to find a link. A link to a place where you can donate. This money will go to a very credible organization, Iranian Voice for Women, which will pay the fees for the lawyer representing them. Please be generous and please help out these women because if they're deported back to Iran, it's the death sentence for them. Thank you so much for paying attention to their voices and their stories today on the cross in the desert. God bless you. Have a great week.